You know I had to do it, right? <laughs> you, know you know I had to do it. You're listening to Fear, the Nth Cast. I'm Josh. I'm JD. And apparently in the apocalypse, everyone has a job. Yeah, you've got to. you got to pull your weight or you're useless. And apparently that job is just talking about how guilty you feel and not doing anything about it. Well, uh, why actually <laughs> do any work? Just talk about doing work and talk about why you need to do work. And then you're covered. So it's visualizing, yeah. visualizing. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. If you vi- visualize, then you'll be able to pivot when necessary. Absolutely. Cause I, I remember when I was a kid, they're like, if you mentally practice free throws and actually practice free throws, you'll have the same results. And you made it to the NBA. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Didn't you? It, it paid off. <laughs> All that not shooting has really paid off. Mm. All that practicing shooting prepared you for podcasting. Muscle memory, be damned. (laughs) Be damned. Were you captivated by this episode? (laughs) I felt like a captive. (laughs) I was captive to the screen. Uh, It it wasn't terrible. I I wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It was all those things wrapped in one. I thought there were some really cool scenes and really important things that we saw. But a lot of it I felt like was fluff, and I would have been fine not seeing. Mm. I think there's a lot of thematic things that have been happening recently and some things that they kind of have to get out of the way. And so I feel like this is some of the uh, episodes leading up to the finale of uh, The Walking Dead where we kind of felt the same kind of way. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're building toward the mid-season finale. There's two episodes left. But what are they building towards? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm guessing that <laughs> there is it Mexico. Is that what we're building towards? Uh, good old Baja, maybe, yeah. possibly. I mean, obviously they've got to make it there, but but we find out in this episode that they don't have the money to get through. Uh, we, uh, w- okay, and we're going to talk about that too. Why? Mm, Why do you need money? 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 Yeah. What? I, I don't have enough <laughs> money for all seven. Just two. Well, they never. Yeah, it, I would be fine if the money represented something else of value. Sure. Yeah, we trade something. Yes. Something of intrinsic value because we're going back to trade and barter. Yeah. I would think. But by, you know, I think people still are tied to the way the world worked. Yeah, it's not, it hasn't been far enough. We can't forget that. We can't forget that it's been, it's been less than what, two months? Yeah, there's still, you can still see they're struggling with this is the new world Mm -hmm. versus reality, old reality. I think we all would do that. I would hope so. Because if you could adapt to this world that quickly, there may be something wrong with you. So the way the episode opens is that uh, Connor is, uh, well, they're watching snowboarding. Which is what I would watch, too. Uh, apparently, well, clearly there would be no broadcast, so I'm guessing they're watching that on a DVD. Well, they're on a fishing vessel, so what else would maybe it was Maybe it was old VHS tapes they were using. Maybe to it's Triple X. Because he was a snowboarder. Oh, it could have been. Yeah. <laughs> it may have been. Uh, it may have been the second one. Oh God! With State of the ice, Union with Ice Cube. Triple X State of the Union. Yes. I hope not. 
It'd be awesome if Ice Cube showed up in the series. Yeah, so they're watching snowboarding, and there's a nice seasoned cast iron skillet being put to oh. use. Oh, that cast iron skillet, it's I bet. Seen, it's seen its share I bet of it, grease. Oh, my gosh. I bet <laughs> everything that you make in that just tastes amazing. Oh, gosh. It's at least a quarter of an inch thick <laughs> grease buildup on and, that And thing. then they put Crisco on it afterwards. Mm. Oh, my God. And you, you put it in the oven. You bake it in yeah. the oven mm. uh, without anything else in it. No. Uh, and then that iron just soaks up that oil that, and no. becomes part that of it. That deliciousness. Mm. Making me hungry. Do it you want to pause this? And I kind of want a steak. <laughs> and come back. We made steaks yesterday for Mother's Day. I'll so have I've got out. some leftover in, uh, steak in the But freezer. I know how you feel about leftover steak. Oh, my God. Never, ever reheat steak. You you see that on like the Food Network. They're like, all right, the challenge today is you're going to have to use day-old steak. And they're like, oh, my God, that's the grossest thing ever. I think if you like cut it up and put it in stir fry, but most people reheat it in a microwave. Mm. And that, no, 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 no. That's like cooking an egg in a microwave. Don't do it. No. It's not okay. Yeah, it's eggs, not right. Eggs and onions in the microwave every it, morning it for doesn't, breakfast. It doesn't cook right. No. It doesn't cook right. But So he's cooking a steak for Alicia. He's telling her that everyone... He's the one that's telling her everyone has a job. And so yes. he's trying to convince her that he wants to spend time with her one-on-one. And this this Connor character, I'm not I, – I just – I don't buy him as a leader. He, I don't either. He's just – and we find out later that clearly he's not, he's not a big bad. No. Uh, but I'm not buying him as a leader because they lock her in. They, they go to feed her a steak. He's trying to say that everybody's important, but we – took you away from your family and we're holding you captive and we just want you to be part of our group. And I'm like, what kind of messed up psychological uh, problems do you have thinking that someone would be okay with that? Right. And what you don't know her, how do you know that she's of any value? Well, I guess Jack vouched for her. Jack vouched for her, but that's because he wants to get him a piece of that. Like, is, is that Are you going to trust the judgment of a of a young man who was tired of his hand? Right, exactly. Is is that is that how we live in the apocalypse? No, no. He, he's like, you know, I'm going to die anyway. I don't want to die yeah. a virgin. So, um, she sounded cute over the CB. So let's go ahead and bring her here. Of course, we find out later. Yeah, we do that she had nothing to do with any of this. Which is shocking. Monkey business. I was shocked. Uh, I was, yes, that was the only part of that that was shocking. That's true. I wasn't surprised to see that other character. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought it was a little too Who, soon. They've changed their name midstream, which I still don't understand that. Oh, not only did she change her name, she changed her hairstyle. Oh, boy, well, she was, that was the I've been in the ocean for two days <laughs> hairstyle. So apparently Connor's group, not only do they have steaks in the freezer, <laughs> But they've got a a supply of Pantene. Yes, they do. Uh, she <laughs> in a blow dryer with a diffuser. That's right. Because woo. Oh, I mean, one of those old style. Oh, you know what? Next, she's going to do one of those crimpers. You remember that? That was yes. big in the eighties. Yeah. Use that uh, crimping could, tool. Uh, hot rollers. The big hot rollers. Oh, I like a good curl. Well, yeah, in Texas, that's the thing. Ooh. Big Texas hair. Why not? Mm-hmm. That's how they do it in Dallas. I feel like we're getting distracted, which no, is okay. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. And so Alicia, she they lock her in, and she finds an, an a door that they haven't locked, <laughs> and uh, goes yeah. up goes up on the deck, and like, well, where am I? I'm in mm. a ship that's in dry dock. And what? I don't know. I don't know what that scene, what the purpose of that scene was, though, because I don't know if she was supposed to be afraid or scared, but like, there was nothing around. 
She was like, I'm isolated. Cool. It's the same as if I was on the ocean. Should I be worried? Yeah, I, I, did, I didn't get <laughs> or that did I, Did I just miss it? I, I don't think you... Okay. No, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to figure out what some of these things mean. But by and large, I'll just say it now. I think this episode is dealing with a lot of thema- thematic elements that are going to come into play further down the the season yeah. that we need to lay the groundwork for. I, I just think that the thing that's slightly disappointing is that they don't find a, a way to weave a little bit more action into that. Yes. And, and so I think that would be the main complaint of the series as a whole, but I'm not disappointed uh, from oh, – I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm in it for the long haul. So yeah, I don't for, need a bunch of action. No, but no, no. I, I feel like there's maybe better ways that they could tell. I think so, uh, but they're doing a lot of things. There, there, and, and we'll we'll touch on all that. Does it feel recycled? That's another question I had. No, to... I don't. I, it doesn't feel recycled to me. I, I think there is one element in particular yes. in, in, from the comics, comics, which they didn't, which use was interesting. Ever in the Walking Dead, so I thought it was a good. No, tool. yeah, uh, but they haven't gotten to that in the series that was in no the comic they yet. haven't so that that was interesting one one thing on the opening that was interesting to me is that again one of the things that makes me feel that connor is very ineffective as a leader is that as soon as he leaves and the the pregnant girl uh yes she comes in and she basically takes the steak away from mm-hmm. alicia starts eating on it and, and, and just leaves and the room leaves and so it's like you know the the Connor. I feel he's trying to establish some uh, parameters around mm-hmm. this whatever it is their their group does, and can he not see that the people that are under him are undermining the values he is talking about? Because and he so wants I to think meet it, them alone. Why is there another person there? Not only that, but. He talks about how everyone is valued. He wants people to feel comfortable. He wants to make sure everybody has a hot meal. As soon as you leave, one of your people snatches the meal from her as if to say, fuck you, you're nothing. It's hazing. Yes, absolutely. And so we see Reed, his brother, talking about how he doesn't like to eat his hands dirty. And so I, I feel like Connor is one of those leaders where he's all talk, talk, talk. But he, and Reed said it last episode, he has no stomach for yeah. the uh, the dirty stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't like to get his hands dirty. And I really feel like he does rely on the people under him to, he'll tolerate the, what they do like Reed. He'll mm-hmm. tolerate their behavior and what they do as long, uh, because he's not doing it himself. But and why, that's not leadership at all. I was going to say, so, why would they have that person as a leader? That's that's a I, recipe for I know, and 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 and, and that's what, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm trying to say is that the, once you try to like explode that into the future, that 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 comes to a logical stopping point. Yeah, in his role in leadership. So I like the scene with Reed and Daniel. That's probably my favorite scene in the whole episode. Daniel is. Not had too much to do this season. No, he hasn't. But he really is one of my favorite characters, if not my favorite. I think Strand was until last episode, but I think now Daniel's kind of leapfrog back over. Of all the characters, he's the only one I feel like we can trust his decisions. 
Like when he makes a decision that's thought out, he's been in crazy situations before. He's not going to make any half cocked rash. No, no he's not. Decisions. Nothing, he's just, yeah. And then I loved his little interaction with Reed where Reed's like, Oh, you, you wait till I get out and I'm just going to cut you up and you have no idea what's going to go. And he's like, you know, I've dealt with men who are intimidating <laughs> before and you know what they have in common. They don't have to tell me that they're scary. You just know that they're scary. And that's when you're like, Oh shit, you should be scared of him. Exactly. And he's absolutely right. It, 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 it's like someone that says, uh, no lie. I'm telling the truth. It's like, okay, at what point yeah. do I not need to believe what you're saying? Because why you keep telling me that you're telling the truth? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. If you don't, you don't have to reiterate that. Like if you're telling the truth, just tell the truth. Just tell they the truth. If yeah. they don't believe you, there's nothing you can do about it. And, but it was, I thought it was such a cool thing because you could see the fear in Reed's eyes when he said it. Oh, he was yeah. like, oh shit. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm not the one you want to be messing with. You are in, you're in over your head here. Keep talking. I'm going to say, you know, for, for a pretty boy who I really don't have a lot of knowledge of his material, yeah. Jesse McCarthy, I felt do, did a fairly adequate job. You could, I, that, it looked that like was he good. was in pain. Oh yeah, no. I thought I thought his I thought his short appearance here was noteworthy. Yeah. What about sure. Chris? Chris? Not. I'm. I'm. I'm, when, I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> like when he said, "I want. I want. I can stay. I can stay in the room. I don't need to talk to him." And Daniel, being the kind person that he is, he's like, "I want to give him something to do so that his mind doesn't wander to places that it shouldn't, shouldn't go." But. Which is interesting coming from Daniel, you know, because it's not he's not been known to be someone that is openly concerned with how other people feel. This but, is true. But he's kind of we're, we're we're peeling back some layers on him. I mean, because he spent time with Chris earlier. It's almost like he he's a father figure, and he he takes that seriously, but he doesn't it, give a shit about other adults. Yeah, and I really I think he's kind of taken a I don't know if you want to say taking a shine to Chris, but mm-hmm. he definitely feels like he needs to take him under his wing because he doesn't. I, I think he doesn't feel like he's getting what he needs from Travis. Sure. Yeah, he doesn't feel like Travis even though is he the man res- he should be. Even though he respects Travis for what he did to his ex-wife. Yes. Um, which makes me worried because, to me, when you have someone that's fairly rational, um, I, I, you know, obviously he wants to preserve himself. Yeah. But he's not going to just let – I mean – Obviously, he let them in in the first season, and he didn't have to. Of course, his wife kind of helped prompt that. Yeah, it makes me worried for his long term uh, safety. On it the does. Show. Well, and I feel like there's they're kind of setting Daniel up maybe to be one of the first that uh, eats it. I find it interesting in this episode where all the other people are seeing the potential in the younger ones, mm-hmm. except for the actual parents, like strands, like Nick. I saw his potential oh. within five minutes. Within you, five minutes. You yeah. can't see it still. You've known him for 19 years. And then Daniel with Chris, like, hey, he could be something. He's more, if you would teach him better and you haven't prepared him adequately. Eh, well, you know, I, I'm okay with that. I, I feel like as a parent, we do that sometimes, or as a, a close friend that maybe you're too close and you've been around someone too long you you can't 
see that they're blossoming and changing into something. You you sometimes you want to hang on to that little kid. Oh yeah, and you want to protect them, and not, you don't. And and I'm about to have a teenager. I, you sure I don't, are. I don't. I, I do not like that idea at all. That scares the I'm, shit out of me. But then on the uh, the my, the other part of me. Uh, which is probably the greater part of me is like you know whatever. I mean, it is what it is. I can't stop yeah. the march of time, but much I hope, as you would want to. Oh, I, absolutely! I would love for I would love for me just to continue getting older and my children stay the same age because they're they. Part of me feels like they're easier to handle when they're children because they the life hasn't ground them down and they mm-hmm. they're not they're not experiencing and seeing things that I know are ugly in this world. And so I feel like they, they're kind of naive in that respect. And so when they lose some of that innocence and that, uh, it hurts, it hurts. And so I I feel, I, I understand where Madison's coming from. I don't agree with it because I would hope that I wouldn't take that stance because these, these are, these aren't kids. These are they're really not. These are almost legal adults. The only one that's actually a kid, it's Chris. Yeah, but I mean, just, and Alicia's what, fifteen, sixteen? I thought she was. Isn't she a senior? I oh, I don't senior, remember. It doesn't but, matter. But they're not. They're not kids. And Shran's yeah. absolutely right. That don't matter no more. Right. They're like, <laughs> cool, cool. You didn't want him to grow up in this world. I didn't want to live in this world either. But here we are. But guess what? Time to adapt. Here we be. Yeah, and so. I, I, I think it'll be, it'll come to a head because either Madison and Travis need to stop sacrificing themselves to protect the kids and be like, hey, they can be helpful instead of a liability, or um, it's going to come to a head with the other adults and something something's going to break to to change this pattern. But it needs to happen soon because if not, it's going to be detrimental. I think to the group for them to have that attitude. We're like, hey, we got to watch out for these kids and put ourselves at risk instead of letting them handle their own shit. Are you concerned that the, them being treated as kids is go- the thing that's going to lead to the breaking of that uh, mentality is losing one? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I do too. I do. Like, cause they're I do the- too. I, I hope not. I think that one of the kids dying would be the saddest, but you know, it's not something we've seen a lot of on the walking dead unless, you know, Carol's shooting one in the back of the head. But I think out of the kids, if that's what we're going to call them, I think the one that's most at, at risk is Chris. Yes. Uh, I, think, I thought Ophelia for a while with, you know, nah, but I don't anymore. Nah, I think Chris, no, nah, there, there's too much there to mine character wise. Absolutely. And I think is. they're progressing Chris's, uh, uh, transformation from, well, he's had the most to deal with. He has recently. And I just feel like that, that puts him at risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I, I hope Nick is long-term. I think, I, hope so too. I think Alicia is going to be long-term just for the simple fact that, she was killed off on the other show she was on, the 100, so that she could focus on Fear the Walking mm-hmm. Dead. Uh, you, well, that'd be some shit if they killed would, her wouldn't off, it, wouldn't it? Um, I, I think they kind of tipped her hand a little bit yeah. in that regard. So, we'll, I mean, we'll see. Uh, so, what, what do you think about Travis and his uh, his captivity? Why why was he? Why, we asked this last week. Well, why did they take? Travis. I thought, really, at first I thought, well, he could be useful because he's mechanically minded. Right. And Reed um, told Connor, like, hey, this is the dude that started the boat and got it fixed. We could use him. Let's bring this guy. But But no. No. 
come to find out, you, he's trying to escape and look at it, and then you hear this, the door and steps walking, and they're like, dun, dun, dun. Villain appears. And she looks wild-eyed and crazy as shit. Wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. Look at that hair. It's, it's out there. It's kind of hot a little. <laughs> yeah. Just a little. Just a little. I mean, if I, I mean, so I'm going to be honest. What name do we want to use for her? Well, it was Alex. Alex. But everybody thought it was Charlie for forever, and then they changed it, Well, right? no, but it, it, that's how she was labeled for in IMDb. But she was Where Alec- did they get that? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I hope they didn't get it because of Vietnam. <laughs> I mean, that seems maybe a tad bit racist. Just a smidge. Just a skosh. Just a wee bit. Just a wee bit racist. Um, no, I think Alex, but I mean, I remember everybody last week when, well, with the week that she showed up, they're like, oh yeah, Charlie, Charlie. And they're like, but her name was Alex. So I was shocked to see her. I didn't think we'd see her this soon. I, I you know, I didn't either. I thought I it'd be a possibility that her, the group would have picked her up, but I didn't think that they would reveal her yet. Yeah. And so we come to find out that she's the reason. She's like, that yeah, Travis is there. I needed to be useful to them. So I offered them your precious. Precious Abigail. So as, so immediately we find out that Alicia's off the hook. She is. She had nothing to do. That conversation that she had with Jack had nothing, nothing to do with them being found by Connor's group. Do you think Jack just didn't tell Connor? Or I, I think that's... I think at first, no. I think that once he found out that Alicia was on the boat, which mm-hmm. now that you think about when they came on the boat, he was kind of surprised to see her. He was. And she recognized his voice. And mm-hmm. so like, yeah, it was, it was a little surprising. So you know, that was interesting because this whole time we were thinking, you stupid girl, stupid, stupid little girl. Well, and that's what everybody on the boat was up. thinking too. They're like, what did you say? Yeah. That's why we don't talk to people we don't know. Still, though, they were right. She shouldn't have. Oh, yeah. She was in the wrong. Because who else? I mean, who else was listening on that conversation? All you got to do is tune into the channel. Yeah. You can hear. It's easy to hear and not talk. That's the way (laughs) radios work. Hmm. I mean, you listen to to the radio every day or our podcast every day, and you don't talk back to us often. So we get it. Well, I hope you never talk back ever (laughs) because I don't tolerate that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we can have a conversation. Sure. But don't, you better not talk back. Don't raise your voice at me. Don't you be sassing me now. No. <laughs> well, and Alex, and she told him, she's like, this is your fault. You're the reason that he's dead. Oh, my God. Did you? you what, oh, I was like, this, are you buying that? No. I was like, that doesn't sound like something like her, someone would her would say. Like, someone who's rational would say. Right. You know? But look at her hair. She doesn't see. She doesn't look like she's rational. Well, because she's like, <laughs> you put us in that raft. And he's like. I would have been like, yeah, they wanted to shoot you in the head. So what do you want from me? Well, okay, let's let's see if we can try to put ourselves in her shoes okay. and kind of understand where she's coming from. I'm all right with that. Uh, she heard Strand say no. She did. So tr- her her main thing was that Travis should have known better. Yeah, I saw it in your eyes that you knew the right decision and you made the wrong one. So 
was she saying that Travis should have fought hard or they should have collectively fought harder to get them on the boat? Because that was the right thing to do. This kid was dying. They're going to leave him on a raft. That's they not should, okay. I agree that they were in the Strand wrong. Strand was one man. Yes. They were in the wrong. And right. so she was she then looking at him as, you're the man. You were the man. Yes. You should have just said, no, motherfucker. We're going to bring them on. They don't even have to come down below. They can just stay right here yeah. on this little area, like uh, right above the landing dock right. or whatever you call that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, what it is. I don't know. That's shit pro- about boats. That's probably where he tees off when he's hitting golf balls in the water. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's just proof that you can't always just try to make everybody happy. And that's what Travis was trying to do. He was like, this is a middle ground. They're happy. I mean, they're not dead. They're not on the boat. Yay. Everybody's happy. We're going to compromise. In that situation, compromise wasn't the answer. And, and I think that was her point. Yeah. And, and so I think to her, the greater, that was the greater sin. And he needed to be taught a lesson. He did. Right. And because at least Strand was like, no, fuck it. He, 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 even though he was in the wrong, he was, I, I feel like Alex perceived Travis to be more in the wrong because he knew what was the right thing to do. Right. Strand didn't and had the, she perceived him to have the power to do that. He was the, which tipping I think point. he did. Yeah. He was the tipping point. If he'd have been like, no, they're coming on the boat and Madison was with him. Daniel would have agreed too. I bet Strand would. What could Strand have done? Like, this is my boat. I don't give a shit. There's five yeah, of us. It's too fucking bad. Yeah, you're up there. Go steer the boat. Yeah. So I mean, eat a dick. Yeah, eat a dick. Eat a, a dick. Eat a dick. Back of them. Yes. So, but I mean, I feel like I, I was a little surprised that she picked Travis specifically instead of like Strand or even Madison. So, well, I I just think that. I don't know. It, it, it's weird because I, f- I feel like she specifically wanted to teach him a lesson. Yeah, and he was the only one that needed to learn one. <laughs> I, I guess I don't know. Well, it, I mean, it's weird. But her, she's the she's the woman who murdered some dude with an oar just because he was like, "Hey, this kid's gonna die. Let's put him out of his misery." You let's not try to ascribe uh, morality. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. You know, actually. There, that's another theme that's been going on for the past few episodes yeah. is that there's all this compromising on more moral compromising. Yeah. You get a moral question. Does that make sense? Sure. So, and that's another thing. And I'll go ahead and this is a point I wanted to make. I might as well make it now while I'm thinking about it. You should. As I feel like for Alicia, when at the end of the episode she had this she had this dilemma as to does she stay or does she go if i go there'll be trouble if i stay there'll be double, be double. um <laughs> she i feel like at some point her character is going to become uncompromising in in morally compromising like it'll she's not going to compromise anymore exactly so Thank you for summing that up. So I, you're welcome. I I feel like I feel like she's going to take a stand at some point because I feel like th- more than anything in this episode, there was this theme of distrust, distrust being woven into the framework of the plot, and it's almost like 
kind of sowing the seeds of distrust and in, in sure. who should you trust? Even if it's your family, should you trust your family? Are they doing what's right? Are right. they compromising too much? And we've never seen that before because everybody in The Walking Dead is like, we've family's family. Family's family. Well, maybe a little with Merle and Daryl because mm. like I, I can't trust this dude because he's a piece of shit, but he's my brother, you know, and I can't, you know, he can come back with me, you know, like. I, and he's my brother, so I'll back his play. Always. 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 Well, you should always back your brother's You got play. to. You have to. Yeah. You just, are doing, just doing like I thought you would do. You're obligated to back your brother's play. Didn't even make a dent, did I? <laughs> <laughs> God, I need to see that again. I know, right? So we I still need to do that t- tombstone oh, table reading. That's the best thing. Oh, my that's God. the best idea we've ever had. We're going to get everybody. We're going we're gonna to do, do a full audio production. Yes, we are. I know that's illegal. Yeah. But I don't give a shit. We could change the name of it. <laughs> we could and call it Boomstone. Boomstone. This is my <laughs> this is my Boomstone, baby. Yes. So I like the interaction between Nick and Madison, where Madison's like, "Don't do that shit again." What were you thinking, going out in the middle of the night, not telling anybody by yourself? It was dark. It was dark. You could have gotten hurt, Mom. I wanted to get naked. Well, he's like, okay, hang on. Just just humor me for a second. Okay. If Strand got hyperthermia Mm -hmm. last episode, Mm -hmm. why the fuck was Nick okay swimming at night when conceivably the water would be even colder? They were further south. Oh, they were for all. See, they've turned north. Oh, they they did a UE. Yeah. They did a U turn. And they went (laughs) 5,000 miles. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. Let's not bring science into this. Logic. Don't bring science into this. But his response was like, I don't mind it out there. And Madison's like... I love that. I love that about Nick. He's, the, sure. most, he's, he's like, the most well-adjusted character out of any character in the Walking Dead yeah. universe. Because clearly, he none of this bothers him. No. None and, of it. I mean, he's saying that while he's loading a gun that he and he has a problem with guns, and she's like, "Oh, you seem to be getting comfortable with that." He's like, "Yeah, not really. I'm just set it down." He's like, "I just know that I need it." Yeah, I love that. I love that because I, I and honestly, that's kind of the attitude that I hope that I would have. Sure. In the sense that, do what you got to do, but don't ever fucking get comfortable. Like, if you have to take a life, do what you got to do. Yeah, don't be comfortable. But don't get life. don't ever get comfortable with. Don't ever think that it's okay. And I know we've already seen Winter Soldier. We have. And I know I'm going to make a few references that's okay. and we're going to have an episode uh later uh, this week that's going to uh, do our full analysis. It's going to kick ass. Great movie. But one of the things I love is toward the end when uh Cap was telling Bucky, "Hey, you 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 did those things, but it, you, it wasn't you. It wasn't you. And, and Bucky's response was, yeah, but I still did but it. But I still did it. And I'm like, holy shit. Yes. Well, and then he yes, has the weight of that. And so that's what I hope. Uh, and that's why I love. I'm real. Okay. It's like Daniel and Nick are my two favorite yes. characters because it's like Nick is so well adjusted but he's he's not losing his morality. He's just doing what he has to do to survive. Uh, to survive, and uh, that's refreshing to me. Even later, when he talks to Chris, he's like, "Dude, what are you gonna do? Shoot a pregnant lady?" 
Yeah. I wouldn't exactly. shoot a pregnant lady. Exactly. You know, this isn't on you. You got to stop breaking yourself over the coals for this shit. It happened. We no nobody would have shot a pregnant lady. Stop thinking that you're and just going to shouldn't. Gonna, yeah, you're and just going to pop someone in the head when they show up on the boat. I mean, you, this isn't your fault. This isn't your fault. Now you should have stood your ground. You should have told them you need to stop or yeah. I will drop you. Yes. And don't when, shoot the pregnant lady. Shoot one of the other dudes. But that you don't just shoot someone without cause. If you tell them you need to stop, I have a gun. And and if you do not stop, I will drop you. That's what they then, teach you in self-defense class. Exactly. Like don't let like, anybody get within 20 feet of you because right. you can draw and shoot in the time that it takes him to close 20 feet. Because people can close 20 feet quicker than you fucking think they can. Oh, well, alligator can close. Uh, I'm talking like a human. 30. So you're like, hey, that's close enough. And if they come any closer, you're like, back the fuck up, motherfucker. That's what they teach you to say. Yeah, They're no, like, be aggressive. Yes. Be aggressive. Make sure stand, they know. Stand your ground. Yes. Don't fucking ask. Should, should I shoot him? Should I shoot him? What should I do? Have should you gotta, I shoot him? If you're going to ask, it's too late. Stupid. Yeah. So, but no, Nick. And Madison, though, it, it goes back to her. She's got to change her mindset the way she thinks about Nick, which Strand told her. And everybody's sort of like, this kid is capable. He knows what he's doing. He's got a lot of potential. you got to stop thinking of him as this junky little kid that you've known for so long and realize that he is adaptable to this world and he's an asset. And we need to start thinking of him as that instead of as someone you've got to protect and take care of. I think he has a ton of potential. I think he has the potential to be a great leader. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think they're going to defer to him eventually. I hope so. If they don't, they'll be wrong. Him and Daniel should be the two, and then Travis and Madison just need to be over in the corner making more babies. And that's it. That's their job now. I would be okay with that job. Yeah. What did you think of the Alex Tra- Travis's little admission scene? I um, talk about feeling guilty. We talked about that earlier. All we're going to do is talk about how guilty we feel. Yeah, you know, we're not going to do shit about it. Oh, okay. Let's let's give let's give them some credit. That's very well acted. It was. That's very well acted. It, and it, it really brought forth the gravity and how they're like, you know, all the shit that I've done, I never thought I'd have to do, and I don't. I can't take it back and I don't regret doing it, but I don't like that I did it. And that, I think they conveyed that really, really well. I think they did too. Cause when Alex was like, he, when he said, don't let me drown. So she choked him and threw him overboard. I was like, Oh my God, I couldn't do that after all you worked for and how many people you've killed to save this kid. But he was going to die. Yeah. He was going to turn heavy. You, you, yeah, it is heavy. There's no other way to explain it. But again, I go back to you do what you have to do. You, you make a choice and it's about doing the right humane thing. The kid was going to drown himself in his own bodily fluid. Yeah. His lungs were filling up with yeah. fluid. It's he was going to okay. suffocate. It, yeah. And, and I don't, you just have to do that. It's just like having, it's just having, uh, having a pet at some point. Yeah. You got to do it because it's not, it's not right. It's not right. And you prolonging it is for you. It's yeah. not for them. You and have it, to do right by them. In this world that you live in, you can't take him to a hospital and no. someone can do something to help no. him. No. And he's he was, going to die. There's nothing you can do. And he was probably doomed a long time ago. He was right? doomed when he got burned on that plane and he landed in that rap. Done. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's tough. But I thought there was a very well acted scene. I agree. Uh, but the shit like that. That tells me guys like Travis get put on the uh, proverbial chopping block. Yeah, that makes me think he's no longer for this world. Yeah. It really makes me worried for him. It does. 
I mean, I like him. I think he, I, I love the fact that he struggles with things, but I think he struggles, he's been struggling with things too long. It's like, dude, you're going to have to get over it. Right. Uh, this is the world you live in now. And I, I, I appreciate what you're trying to say. I appreciate that you're contemplating this whole eye for an eye thing. Is that right? And I've, you, I, you've lost a piece of yourself. Are you able to get that back? No, I was going to thank you. Cause I was going to say, I think the answer to that is no. I think once, <laughs> once the toothpaste is out of the tube, it's gone, but it's how you then deal with it. Um, well, cause look at Carol. Carol is the prime example mm. that we have in the walking dead for so long, for so long. She, she, she acted fine, but then she finally started to let it get to her because of people like Morgan talking to her yeah. and, it messed with her and made her into someone that she hadn't been. It She reverted back to the person that she was maybe before all the shit went down. And so like, you can't, you can't be thinking about that. You don't want to lose your humanity, but you can't let it cripple you. And Carol was going to just lay there and die. And so that's when Travis, I feel like is having the same thing really early on to yeah. be having that kind of existential crisis, but that's what it feels like. Let's talk about Chris. Why the fuck was the door open? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I appreciate Daniel wanting to have something to do, but I don't. I don't. I don't. Don't. I feel like I would have been. No, you need to get as far away from this dude as possible. You don't need someone to watch him. No, he's tied he's to not a chair. go anywhere. He's tied to a chair. He has the he's big, a, huge piece of rebar. He's a, through pop, his... he's a popsicle. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's good if you want to do something useful why don't you take this toothbrush and go scrub the deck I mean yes, shit please do something actually useful or take target practice yeah. or something or right. uh, or go emote shine somewhere. my shoes mm-hmm. something yeah. oh yes that would be good right do something actually useful no mm. one needs to watch that dude with like the edge dressing yes like I mean really oh spit shine the, the okay. toe the you toe needs the- Edge dressing on your hand. Don't get the edge dressing on your hand. It burns like a motherfucker. Yes, it does. Oh, my God. It surely does. Uh, but, no, I don't think he needed to be guarding the uh, the door there. I, I, <laughs> I get that he needed to be useful, I suppose. But that's I don't not, know. He's that's not really, being useful. He's really pissing me off in this episode. Oh, he, yes. He, uh, I he, agree he knows he fucked up and he wants to make it right. But – that's always a recipe for disaster. Right. When you're trying to correct another mistake by doing something, just sit your ass down. Cut your, cut your losses. We will deal with this. That's right. You've done enough. At some point, you just cut bait. You've done enough. And you move on. Yeah. Absolutely. But he's stewing. And even Nick was trying to uh, console him in the sense that, no, this is not on you. Just let it go. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't, that's not on you. Don't worry about it. And he, he, he just he, can't let it go. He's not getting it. He, he, no, he's not getting it at all. And it worries me that he is getting himself to the place where, I mean, we're, we're talking about a guy that has taken more human life than anyone else on the, in the series so far. Nick or Chris? Chris. Yeah. That's significant. It's and I don't think we should minimize how significant that is. No, and he hasn't that's, dealt with that. That's a big deal. He hasn't dealt with that at all. And how how he's able to get to that place to do that, obviously it affects him afterwards, but I don't know, man. There's something – something's not right there. 
how I get I get putting someone out of their misery. Mm-hmm. Well, but, that poor dude in that plane, but was he in bad shape. He was. But let's let's call him shooting Reed for what it really is: murder, murder in cold blood. Absolutely. Would he turn eventually? Yes, technically. Of course. He was going to eventually die from They're his all eventually going to die. I don't know why he survived as long as he did with the fucking thing through his midsection. Daniel gave him medical attention. Oh, he did. Oh, we forgot. Which, oh, love yeah. that scene. Yeah, that Ophelia's was a great scene. like, he Let's needed attention. That. And Ophelia's like, uh-huh. Really? Really? Medical attention? Really, dude? Really, bro? <laughs> and she's like, well, I had to ask. <laughs> so good. She had to ask. I like the fire. I, that's why I mm. like her character. I like not- my sauce a little spicy. Ooh, that's all yes. I'm going to say. Yeah. I'll have seconds, please. And that's why I hope she sticks around for a while, because I feel like there's a lot to mine there. I feel that there she has that spark, and I want to see what she's capable of. I think she can be capable of some things. Oh, uh, I, I think, think she's going to kick ass at some point. And well, so I think I she's going to she be around. the woman behind the leader. Like, oh yeah. Oh, well, do you want to talk about that too? Do you do you feel are we gonna, are we going to ship Nick and Ophelia? Is that what we're going to do now? Shipping? <laughs> I don't believe in shipping. I don't either. If I need to get something somewhere, I do courier. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck that. Or I give it to him personally. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> shipping. I'm shipping. I don't pay for shipping. No, no, no. no. I just think, <laughs> I think that she has the capability to, like, she doesn't seem like she wants to be the person out front shooting and then murdering and killing her, but I think she's going to be the person that's going to be like, that you talk to in confidence and, like, you mm. run everything by mm. before you make your decision. Be it with Nick or whoever. Mm. There's potential there. Yeah. There's potential there. I think Nick and Ophelia would be a power couple. They sure would. For sure. Rick and Michelle, Nick and Ophelia, why not? Why not? Isn't there an Ophelia song by the who? Ophelia, isn't that a song? I don't know. I think it is. Rhymes with necrophilia. Or coprophilia. Or any Ophelia. Yeah. Then you. Anyway. Yeah, let's not not go down that list. (laughs) That's... A discussion for another time. Or another podcast. <laughs> There's plenty of those podcasts out there. Really? Well, they talk about sex shit. Like putting Oh, the, oh, oh, yeah. Let's yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say you sex said, and shit at yeah. the same time. <laughs> oh God. What uh, you wanna what you want a Cleveland steamer? Okay, moving on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so prisoner transfer. Yeah. It's a good idea. Oh yeah. Cause oh Daniel found out and didn't even have to torture because Reed just kept talking and talking and talking. Well, like, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel has some skills in this area. <laughs> this is this is the leader's brother. Yeah. It's his brother. He talks too much, and so he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna trade your brother for my husband and my daughter, my fiance, whatever the crap he is, for my family." Not not bad, not bad no. for her first hostage negotiation. Now I will say that the drop off point was stupid. Yeah, let's go to. Let's, we'll come to your house. You never no. Rule number one: neutral location. Yes, lots of people. Oh God, you never go to their location because most people doing? don't. Most people don't want to kill innocents. <laughs> so let's go ahead and do it in like a very public place. That's you know. And I thought it was genius what Daniel came up with, since Chris is just a colossal fuck up and can't even kill somebody the correct way. Yeah, shoots him in the cheek. He was going to turn. Oh. 
he was gonna turn. <laughs> he was gonna you know I had to do it, right? <laughs> you know, you know I had to do it. And then, well, and then he even looked at me. He's like, "Did I just screw everything up? Were they gonna trade it for my dad? Madison, were they gonna trade it for my dad? No, honey, boo boo, it's gonna be all right. It'll be okay. Where did you get this gun? Can I have it, please? Yes, give me that. I don't feel bad for him. I don't either. I I, I don't either. I just uh, but. Daniel came up with a genius idea because he, once he did because he reads The Walking Dead clearly yeah so um, I mean it's they, they took the scene when the, Negan and the Sabres have Holly who yes. drove through the fence instead of Rick because mm-hmm. we have read the comics people drove through the fence in the Sabres compound mm-hmm. whether you want to believe that or not that's up to you so that all the walkers would walk in <laughs> and so Negan at first thought that Holly was uh, Rick's little side piece like because he goes through this whole monologue like the way through a man's heart isn't through his stomach no no it's through his woman i i pc that up for everybody i don't know why <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> read it if you want to hear what negan says because i can't quote negan he's like fuck it fuck, fuck you know that's what he says and so they they put a bag over her head and send her in like hey we just want to talk we're cool let's discuss take the bag off oh holly be dead holly be a walker and Holly be killing bit Denise, right? Bit Denise. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so I was fine with that. I was fine with how this was used in, in, in here is that, cause it, you think, well, part of his jaw was gone. How yeah. did he even get in there to bite you? But if, if you were expecting to see your brother alive yeah, and they were in such close proximity and when you took the hood off, I could conceivably see you getting bit. Sure. It, it pretty easy. Now the second guy, maybe not so much, but whatever. Well, they're not just not used to dealing with walkers. Clearly. But see, they put a bag over his head. Why did they put a bag over Travis's head? Wasn't there a bag over Travis? Or was there not? Mm-hmm. I don't we'll see here in a second. I don't remember. Probably. <laughs> I don't remember. Why? I don't know. Okay, we'll we'll talk about it in a well, second. We, we we don't we don't want you to know the location of this dry dock. <laughs> Because you'll never see it from the shore. Right. Now sp- <laughs> spin around three times yeah, and walk that right. way. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. So, I mean, good idea. Like like you said, Daniel was like, we can fix this. We can fix this. And when he turned. Thinking on his feet. I love how he just pinned him to the wall. Just stick him to the wall. No, we can use him. And then he sits down and he's like, hmm, hmm, what to do, what to do. I think it might have been smart to maybe like duct tape around his face to kind of muffle the, the it, sound. But he didn't make a lot of noise, which is weird. Because he like, would be riled up with humans right there. That yeah, he, he would have been making more noise. And and honestly, I, would, I, I hope that I would have been like, hmm, the way he's moving doesn't seem quite right. They're just not used start, to dealing with walkers, I think yeah. is what it is. It's too early in the world of walkerness. And so, but th- they should know. Like, I, they've already figured out, right, that when anybody dies, they turn. Yeah. Because he hadn't got So why are they not prepared for that? When, why are they suddenly surprised that uh, he's going to turn? Well, the way that he was shot, con- I think you could conceivably come to the cl- conclusion that his brain was affected. Oh, that it went through his brain. Yeah, I think so. When okay. you get shot in the face and the angle that it went, mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't see how Chris missed his brain. But I don't even. I mean, come on. The guy's stuck in the gut, tied to a chair. Well, and do you th- can't. 
You can't fucking pop him in the forehead. I'm assuming what Chris did was he opened the door just and then like stuck the gun in and looked, and then like closed his eyes and bloop. What a puss. Yeah, exactly. You walk up to that motherfucker and you look him in the eye right. as you hold a gun to his head. Exactly. Like, what are you going to do? What are you? Boom. That's what you're going to do. Exactly. You're going to die. You in the jungle, baby. You're going to die. <laughs> so, and then, then Connor didn't seem smart enough. Like, he wanted his brother back so much that he's willing to trade two people at his stop. I mean, it doesn't seem like a good trade. Like, I'll give you one. Pick one. I think we've established that this Connor dude is not very intelligent. And that's why he had to die. Yeah, and he went quick. I and thought for did. sure that this would be, that this group would be something we had to deal with for more than one episode. Oh, but we will. You think oh, so? Oh, I, absolu- I absolutely think we well, will. Well, who's going to come one. now? Oh, I don't know. We haven't met them yet, but they're oh. coming. Let's think about this for a second. Yes, let's. Connor's just a level boss. There was multiple references to a fleet in this episode. Well, they, he had five ships. Mm-hmm. One of those ships has to have a fifty cal on it because remember that boat oh, earlier was season, dead. It was it was Swiss fucking cheese. It sure was. Now, have we seen a boat with a fifty cal yet? I'm assuming it's a fifty cal. I don't think they ever said that. Well, I but mean that yeah. was. Th- th- those bullet holes were pretty significant. They were. And if you're going to take down a boat like that, yeah. it's going to be a pretty substantial. You're going to have to put some solid holes in it for so, sure. So I think, I think there's someone else out there. The rest of this, I think Connor was just a cog in a wheel. Hmm. Even though the guys that were with him didn't really make it seem that way. They didn't. So it could have been a decentralized uh, 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 alliance where, uh, maybe these guys reported to someone bigger, mm-hmm. uh, and the the people under those particular people didn't have a lot of uh, interaction with them. Maybe they didn't know about them uh, necessarily. But I think there's something bigger coming. Uh, I, I think with the preview for next week, we saw that there are, there is another uh, boarding of the boat. Uh, yes, they're all there is. locked themselves down to the. Uh, uh, down below the engine room in the engine room mm-hmm. and so something's coming sure and so i think whatever that something's coming is whatever did that boat in in the what was that the premiere or the second episode second episode second think, episode yeah. okay uh well end of the first episode yeah somewhere in there something like that where they got yeah. the boat log book and the, the waterproof bag for nick's clothes i don't even watch the fucking show yeah but, it's, psh, why whatever. watch the show where i read the com- i just <laughs> read reviews online <laughs> exactly and that's, I, just I, talk, I just talk out of my ass. I don't form my own opinions. Why <laughs> no. would I do that? I, I'm not allowed to have original thought. It's just, <laughs> I'm, I no longer have permission. Something bigger's coming. I would hope so. Do you think it's going to still be on the water, or do you, th- or do you think pretty soon they're going to realize, like, hey, we can't get to Mexico by boat. We need to go on shore. I think they'll not be on the water the second half of the season. Really. I They're not going to be on the water for the whole season. I agree with you. No. I think I think they've played out. That's about as far as it can go. And you know what? I'm fine with that. Because they're going to run out of gas. Like, cool, they have a bunch of gas, but you have to go on shore to get gas from cars, and I don't think it's the same as boat fuel. Could be wrong. Maybe this boat runs on pure diesel or some shit like that. I don't know. Oh, uh, the old chicken grease. Yeah. It's biofuel. Yeah. Old chicken grease. Yeah. They just need to find a, a Chinese restaurant. Old peanut oil. Yeah. Just find a Chinese restaurant, and they'll be good for shit, yeah. For years. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course, you can't eat any of the food because you'll just be hungry in a couple of hours. Yeah, that's fine. So the same with the boat. Mm-hmm. You just need more fuel in a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. So what did you think Matt Nick's like? 
he gives very sound reasons for wanting to go. Oh, yeah. He, He's he, like, they need the you. Right. If anything happens to me, nobody gives a shit. These other people need you. I'm better with the boat. Why won't you let me go? Uh, because you want to. Why does what that matter? Why does that matter? <laughs> because I want to. I want to go so that you don't have to go. You want to go too, clearly. It's just a mom being a mom. It's just a mom being a mom. Okay. But she shouldn't be that way. No, she shouldn't. She shouldn't be that way. She should be over that. No. Nick has proven he is more than capable. Yeah. He went on this little secret mission and brought back this dude that saved y'all. Her history, though, her history with Nick, her knowledge of Nick, her historical precedent with Nick is what's holding her back. Well, look at him. He's been in remission for months now. Uh, He's fine. uh, uh, Remission. He's got cancer now. Not remission. (laughs) He's clean. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. Would he he take them if you offered him? Of course he would. I bet he would. Uh, And I would be okay with that. I would be too. uh, Hey, everybody needs a little treat every now and then. (laughs) But no, I think she gave birth to this man. Mm -hmm. And Nick is a man. Absolutely he is. She gave birth to him and she has been with him through thick... And then she has seen him when he's at his lowest. She knows what bad decisions he's made. She knows that Travis does have a bag on his head. He yes. does. Fuck that. I don't. Understand. That makes sense. Wow. Mm. What the fuck? <laughs> it doesn't even. Why does whatever. It, why does everybody have burlap sacks hanging around? I don't know. <laughs> is that is that what you got your potatoes in? <laughs> I mean, what are you? We're making a, we're making vodka with potatoes. Yeah, that's what right. we're doing. Uh. So I think that's where she's coming from. But still, I, I think Nick was in the right. Nick was like, no, I, absolutely. I'm the one that needs to go, not yeah. you. Yeah. Here are my reasons. And she's like, oh, cool. Great reasons. No. So what do you think about her pushing back with Strand? She basically stood her ground with Strand, basically told him, you just need to back up. And I don't give a, I, you don't scare me anymore. Yeah. Don't come between me and my son. And uh, I mean, she saved his ass. She did. But then giving her a half day to go find her family was making them even. I'm like, mm, no, because you were about to die. <laughs> I agree with you. So I don't. I think. I think Strand's me- mystique is gone. Yeah, I think it's totally gone. Any yeah. power that he thought he had or that he perceived that he over had them is, is now over gone. them. Yes, though. over yes. them though. Could he still weave his tricks on some other folks? Absolutely, and I think that will be an asset. Yes, going H- him, his mouth and his but his bullshit to talk. don't work with them no more. Right, or shouldn't? No, I think it shouldn't at all. Uh, so he's only as good as. Uh, to me, we're even if you let me go get my family and then when we get to Baja, you get my family in because Luis made a point that I only got the money for two. Yeah. Uh, clearly, something, nothing's happening. Everything is up for negotiation, mm-hmm. as Strand would say. Man, what's he going to do? Give his ass up again? I don't understand. <laughs> that, would, that wouldn't be... I don't think he, I don't think he minds. I think, I think that's where he'd start. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, is, this is my starting point. <laughs> Let's let's see what oh. do, how far do I need to go because uh, this I'm willing. Uh, now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about what what do I need to do to get them in? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I'm in. Good, cool. So that's my payment. I have payment for two more. So guys, this is all you have to do to get in. Who's willing? Yeah, yeah. Who's willing? Right. Oh, you don't want to go? I'll go again. That's fine. It's right. Totally fine. Can I pay for it seven times <laughs> and keep this cash in a row? Why Holy not? Shit. Why not? Man. You gotta take one for the team. They did save his life. Oh man, they gotta get a little bit of a break. Yeah. 
What did you think of Travis? Pack. Travis beating the shit out of that dude with his hands. Oh, with the it. headbutt? Yeah. It's pretty sweet. That's yeah, pretty good. And then Madison cut him through. That's that old uh, Maori warrior kicking in. Madison was just kicking him. That was awesome. She's like, wham, mm. wham, wham, wham. So they can be tough when they need to be. Well, they should be tough more often because they need to be tough all the time. Mm. What did you did you think? Did Jack really think Alicia was going to pick her? Pick him? I mean, uh, he must have. His man bun must have been on too tight. Well, I mean, I just, it's just it doesn't make sense. I don't I don't get why you would think that. Why you talked on the fucking radio. You're not a thing. Right. Well, and he's like, you know, you, you took her from her family. Just the two of us. And we then can she, make it. Then you gave her the job of finding ships on the radar. And then she figured out that uh what what happens to the people on these ships? Oh, Connor. Doesn't like to get his hands dirty. He just lets Reed Reed's go. the crazy one. Reed's the crazy one. He just lets him go. But that doesn't make that doesn't make it okay. Connor is not a good guy no. if he lets his crazy psychopath brother right. take care of these people. If and you're bring the leader, the you need to have it's, yes. You, you, you need allow to that to people. happen. You're, yeah, you're, absolutely. What, you're just killing people. Now, again, that goes back to my. He's not a very good leader. Well, and then Jack and Alicia have shared this look, and Alicia almost looked like she was like, "Oh, I may have made the wrong decision." Really, really. You've known well, this dude 20 minutes in real life. IRL. So, so <laughs> you know, we were, this whole time we were thinking, you know, maybe she was playing Jack, but in this episode... Didn't seem like it. It didn't seem like it. She's She just she just wants somebody to talk to. She used it a little bit, like, to steal the keys, but that didn't come to anything. Like, she eventually locked Pregnant Chick in the cell, which was... that was Which a, she needed to do, because that... that that heifer's a bitch. Which was the dumbest fight in the history of well, fights. How do you fight a pregnant lady? You punch her in the stomach. Right. Well, at least you didn't even You're do not going to hurt the baby. There's two inches of ambiotic fluid surrounding that baby. Baby's going to be fine. Yeah. At least but it's going to hurt the shit out of that yeah. mom. At least you didn't even do anything. I would like to clarify that I do not advocate punching n- a pregnant don't woman. Don't punch pregnant women. Please don't. Ever. These are just jokes. <laughs> These are the jokes, people. <laughs> <laughs> These are just jokes. <laughs> but I mean, like, the, the chick had a baton. And so Alicia was like, I know how to combat someone with a arranged weapon. You get in close yeah. so that their advantage is, is now gone. And then you throw her down in the cell that she was going to lock you, and then you lock the door. Did you think that when they were kind of tussling that they were, like, really close to kissing? Yeah, I did. I, was I, I, I did, too. You can't I get her pregnant going. twice, especially when you're oh, a girl. Damage is already done. Yeah, and when you're a girl, there's no threat of that anyway. <sighs> Whew. I'd have been okay with that. Mm. It's not like a good pair of scissors. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. I don't know. I enjoyed the episode sure. because of I think of the things that it brought up that I, I think are going to come in play long term. Was it a stellar episode? No. Was it better than last week? Yes. Uh, two episodes left. Do I think they're about to uh, hit the midseason with a bang? I think so. Yeah. I'm not sure how they're going to do it. Or what they're going to do. What they're going to do. But that's kind of the exciting part is I, I don't even know what to speculate. I mean, obviously, I've speculated that there's a bigger bad, that there's more ships in this fleet, that there's more to this Connors group. He wasn't really the leader leader. There's someone else. And yeah, I think yeah. that's going to come into play. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if Strand gets them passage into Baja. And what he uses to do so. Yeah. And so is that really going to happen? I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure he's going to be able to do that. He he believes that he can. He thinks that he's going to be able to do that. 
uh, I think uh, honestly, I think Louise is on the chopping block. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. See, um, like Louise, where was his sniper rifle in that whole situation? I, I They're bringing Travis out. Uh, he he could have just popped both of them; would have been done. Yeah, pop, so, pop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. is! Absolutely. See, and I'm noticing something watching the show week by week. Mm-hmm. It's much more difficult to analyze than when the episode, the whole season is over. Mm-hmm. Because I remember with Walking Dead, we were like, oh, now we go back and we see what was leading up to this, and it was really obvious. Oh, when we did the recaps, as you like as that, you're going man. week by week, you it it can get a little frustrating and like we're going to speculate and talk about it and really go into depth about it. But like, I feel like when we get to the end of the season is when we really see what they were doing. So, and so I'm hoping like that they're actually building towards something. I will, be, I will feel let down if they don't, but I feel like they're, they're going to follow through, but it's, it's frustrating in the middle of it. You're like, I wish I could just see the end so I could know what you're doing and why you're taking me where I'm going. So we just need to keep the faith, is what yes. you're saying. And I, 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 I'm in agreement. I think we should. I think that that's exactly what has happened with season six of The Walking Dead. Yep. Had we not kept the faith, uh, well, some would say that... Uh, the payoff wasn't worth it. Wasn't worth it, but... Uh, those people let, would be let, wrong. Let me tell you that when the uh, season premiere of uh, season seven drops... I think you're going to forget all about the thing, bad things that you said. Uh, did you see what Kirkman six. said about that? He apologized. Well, and did you see what he said? He was like, he, he made the point that you did. He was like, it's like every season of Star Trek. It was a two. Oh, part. yeah. He yeah, said I that. I saw that. He right. was like, I forgot all about that. Part one <laughs> was the end of one season. Part two was the beginning of another season. He's like saying that. And he, yeah, forever. I was like, I was like, Josh is going to be like, Holy shit! I told you. I've been telling you. I've been telling you, fuckers. That's how this works. Josh. <laughs> Josh is wishing he had a table that he could flip. Right it's now, kind of, it's kind of like exactly. I'm done with this shit. Uh, it's kind of like when uh, we watch football uh, games, and we're I'll sit there and I'll make a comment, and then like 30 seconds later, the commentator makes the same right. I says, "Like, why the fuck do I not have their job?" Clearly, obviously, could, I can do this. We could do it better. Um. Yeah, so I have faith. We'll keep the faith yes. that uh, this season is going to, uh, as it trudges on at times, we feel like it trudges on uh, and it's a little bit slow, that the payoff will be worth it. And I have faith in that. Yes. But we only have two episodes left. And, and then, then Preacher. And then we have Preacher, yeah. which every epi- uh, every preview of that it just gets me more and more stoked. Have you gone back uh, and read? Yes. Guy? Okay, so. Stephen the Brit and I were talking about it this week. And okay, cool. He was like, what is Preacher? And I'm like, oh, oh my God. Oh, oh. I was like, you would actually like this. I here, think you Here, and I gave him one to read. I was I like, here, read would. this. I think we need to make sure we bone up on that. Uh, bone up on something. It will, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have we have a couple of reviews. You want me to read those? Oh yeah, go you? ahead, go right. ahead. So we always said that if you leave us a review, we'll read it on the show. So we appreciate oh, it. Oh shit! Look at oh. us making good. Oh, I promise. Follow through. So the first one is by if I mess up your handle, please forgive me, um, because they're made up words. Well, if you mess up my handle, my wife's gonna be upset. So the first one is Ashlyn Low <laughs> Seven. Love the show, guys. I'm on a similar show, ZombieCast.net. Cool. Well, awesome. We should check that out. We should, for Zom- sure. What was it? Zombie? ZombieCast.net. Okay. Keep up the good work. Cheers. Freeman Daddy 5 loves you. P.S. Love the comedy comedy chemistry and cheers from ZombieCast.net. Oh, cheers. They must be from cheers. the UK. I hope so. Or they really like to drink. Somewhere in Europe. Boston, maybe. Well, where else would they say cheers? Boston? I don't know. 
Cheers. No, if they were from Boston, they would have said the show's a wicked pisser. Yeah. That's <laughs> what they would have said. They sound wicked smart. <laughs> wicked smart. <laughs> so thank you. We appreciate thank it. You yeah. We'll much. check out zombiecast.net for sure. And then we appreciate it. So and then also we got one from Tori Heaven. And this is a a good friend of ours who's been uh, emailing us suggestions on how we can improve our show, mm-hmm. which we took to heart. I hope you noticed. And, and I have uh, my whiskey and Dr. Pepper 10 in a plastic cup with a straw. So that you. Oops, I Oops. rattled it. But it wasn't, oh, it didn't clink. It, it didn't, didn't clink. clink. It didn't clink, damn it. See, it but clink. see, Wait, I. See, I just took a drink from the straw. I didn't I, hear that shit at all. I uh, <laughs> just made mine, and I didn't put ice in it. And it tastes like uh, sad. Tastes like sadness. <laughs> That's what it tastes like. So, <laughs> gonna have to. I have to start keeping my whiskey <laughs> in the fridge. Oh my god. So, but she left a really nice review, so we wanted to read it. This Tori Heaven. She says, "Josh and JD are great. I have a crazy long commute, and these guys make it a little better every day. I really enjoy their humor, especially when it's naughty. Ooh. Are we naughty? Oh, I hope so. Oh, let's Don't be feel naughty. <laughs> their analysis of the show is smart and witty. Oh, my gosh. What? The sound quality is great. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> They don't talk over each other. Sometimes we do, but that's okay. Uh, these guys are pros. After listening to a show, I marked it unread so I can listen again, just in case I missed something in the first time. And I just wish they did more shows. Wow. Thank you, Tori Heaven. Um, wow. We appreciate it. And that we is... did take your suggestions to heart. And we just, yeah, you know, we appreciate it when people take the time to send us emails or notes saying how much they like our show and what it means to them. It means a lot to us. I don't more than more than you more than you probably understand that it means to us because we sit here and we talk and we bullshit while we watch a show again. <laughs> but to hear that people get something out of it funny or it makes their drive better or like that they look forward to it and they'll listen to it more than once, that really means a lot to that, us. That really it really does. Yeah. And I mean there's no other way to say it. And so really the only thing we can say is thank you. Yes. Thank and you, thank you for being so. a fan and for telling us that you appreciate it. And if you want to leave a rating review and you want us to give you a shout out, uh, we'll be more than happy to do that. Absolutely. Uh, just uh, look us up on iTunes uh, or Stitcher. Yeah. Uh, I think those are really the only two platforms that you can leave a rating review. Right now, yeah. Uh, Everybody's getting into the podcast game, so pretty soon you'll be able to. It's listen. a relatively new thing. Yeah. But podcast. I mean, like Google Play's got it. Uh, um, I don't think we're on Google Play. Spotify I think has podcasts now, too. Oh, that's so. true. But I don't know if you can leave ratings on there yet. So another thing uh, came out this past week. Really? It did. Uh, hopefully you went out to your favorite local comic shop on free comic book day. Always support if, local stores. If if you didn't, shame on you. Next year. Uh, but if you're familiar, if you're an avid comic book reader, you're probably familiar with a monthly magazine put out by Previews, which are called Previews, put out by Diamond Comic Distributors, which mm-hmm. is the main uh, distributor, uh, it's pretty much the only pretty one, much the only yeah. one uh, that every comic book shop gets all their uh, products from. And they have this monthly magazine called Previews, and Image decided they were going to start pr- uh, uh, printing a magazine called Image Plus, which you can get with Previews. Uh, if you buy Previews, they include it for free, or you can buy it by itself for $1.99. Now, why am I bringing this up? Well, that's a good question. Why, Josh? Why don't you tell us? For this first issue, which is labeled July 2016, like I said, you can go to your comic shop and get it now. Okay. Uh, and I would do that. Why? Because they're printing an, an original story 
Walking Dead origin story of Negan. Really? And it's going to be 12 issues, and it's going to be in the back of this magazine. How many pages? Um, it's one, two, three, four pages. Oh. So, so it'd be 48 pages in total, which is... A, is 48 like, pages for a one-shot is standard. That's very standard. Yeah. It's very standard. So written by Robert Kirkman. Really? Drawn by Charlie Allard. Really? Uh, Adler. Wow. So it's the same guys that do That's legit. the Walking Dead main comic. And let me tell you, in this first little four-page episode, we actually learn what Negan's vocation was prior to the zombie apocalypse. Hmm. And I, I, I really I'm, – I'm excited for that because That's a great finding idea. Negan's origin story is not only cool – but smart as we bridge the gap between, between six and seven. Yeah, so, Kirkman has got his finger on everything. Everything. So definitely check that out. Is there other good stuff in the? Uh, there is other good stuff in there. Image is really, uh, it's come a long way. If, yeah. if you've been an, a, a comic book fan for a while, uh, Image started in 1992. To 1993, somewhere around there, and it's changed dramatically since it it came out. And really, honestly, the majority of the comics I read today are primarily from Image mm-hmm. because it's not just superhero comics. Yeah. It is a wide range of horror, mystery, Image sci-fi, good books for sure. and it's good stuff. All of it. And yeah. A lot of the, I mean, not everything's good, but what I like about this magazine is not only we get Negan's uh, backstory, but there's previews of things that they have coming up and interviews with creators and things like that. So, awesome. But, but since it had that Walking Dead tie. Worth I getting. I thought it was worth getting and worth the mention. For sure. So, for sure, it's for we sure. want to know what you felt, uh, how you, what you thought of this episode of Fear the Walking Dead Captive. I agree because I feel like we are going against the mainstream. Uh, yeah, because a lot of every, everybody said last week was the best episode ever, and, and we this week was strongly. a let let down. And I think that we were m- more opposed to the reviews from last week, and we're we're not necessarily in line with them this week. But hey. We do our own fucking thing. Yeah, but we, we want to know your opinion. But we, yeah, because our opinion, your opinion, is really the only one that matters. Absolutely. And I think at the end of the day, uh, most people have no clue what the fuck they're talking about <laughs> right? when it comes to reviews. Yeah. So if we've gotten anything wrong or there's any corrections or you have any ideas or theories or thoughts, hopes, dreams, we want to hear about it because. This is the kind of stuff that fuels us and helps us make the show better and gives us talking points, and it allows us to get you involved, which is our main hope yes. above all of this, because without you guys, There's, we don't have a show. No, it's just two of us talking to each other in a room, which we do anyway. Yeah, and that, no offense, but that gets pretty boring. I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, we've been doing this, what, almost 18 <laughs> months? I'm with you. Yeah. So... Hit us up on Twitter at FearNthCast or yes. drop us an email, fear at nthcast.com. Absolutely. And please don't forget that you need to fight the dead, but fear the NthCast. <laughs>